G'day friends and welcome back to the wrestling podcast that's wrestling but W-R-S-T-L-I-N-G is all the graps without the E but of course me and G we're not anti-E we are simply pro wrestling my name is Liam this guy is Gareth hey and hello my friends thanks again for joining us really appreciate it we have just well just caught our breath really yeah. after having an absolutely phenomenal weekend at All In Weekend just about just, recovered yeah. oh my god just the best time though best weekend that I can remember in in recent history for Mm. us it was just so much fun it was jam-packed as well we had so much to do you know on the Saturday (laughs) we're at the uh, two Eve shows the Chocker Pro and then the Eve X Chocker Pro show and then on the Sunday we were at All In it was just a weekend full of wrestling in London a whole lot of fun Gareth how you feeling tired (laughs) (laughs) in very good spirits but oh boy trying to get everything together to move overseas i i'm i'm on the barreling towards the finish line now i've got 10 days with an an infinite amount of things that still need doing but uh still making time for podcasting and for wrestling i think for for anybody that's been listening to this for a while you moving overseas is going to start to feel like lost or something like that like Mm -hmm. Fucking hell, this is just going on and on and on. Would this guy just move already? It's, it's right? happening. Ten days. We'll see. The the ending to last was, I gather, pretty unsatisfactory. <laughs> I wonder if something might happen here. <laughs> yeah. Or you just your plane gets lost. God, imagine that if we if we forecast that, that'd be bad news. That'd be really bad news. April think I had something to do with it. Good luck yeah. finding a new co-host. There's <laughs> a queue out of the door, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Oh, very good. Okay, right. Let's have a little chat about these um these shows then. So we had a great, a really great time. Um, the first show was in Hackney area in London, which I really, really enjoy. Been to a few times this year, and uh, this was at the Yard Theatre. And I should say as well that we attended these with our our pal Seb, who had no prior knowledge of Choco Pro yeah. or indeed Pro Wrestling Eve outside of Emmy Sakura. Um, and sort of a, a sprinkling of Mace where she'd appeared on Dark and, and such things. So it was really great to get his outside opinion, yeah, if you like. it really and, uh, was. But was... yeah, the Yard Theatre, really, really nice place. As a Just as a theatre, as a space, I was yeah, thinking, gosh, I'd love to do something here. This is the kind of venue that I would have loved as an actor. Yeah. Yeah, most notably because you wouldn't have to project particularly much, no. which was always a bit of a problem for me. Pleasantly surprised when we walked in. Like I, I had no idea kind of size-wise what it was like. Yeah. You know, that kind of in the round, real great little little venue there. Yeah, it's a great space. Really nice really really nice i am just very cozy i think yeah. probably the word i used to describe it i'd love to see a show there on a cold day mm. and sort of see what that's like warm warm base wasn't oh, it it's sweltering yeah we got got to know our neighbors pretty yeah. quickly yeah that was that was a lot you know when we rocked up i was half expecting there not to be a ring for this mm. one yeah yeah i think that was the question going in wasn't yeah, it yeah 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 there's still certain members of the Choco Pro roster where I'm just like when I see them actually in a physical ring I'm just like this feels weird I, I'm, I'm not sure I like this I'm not going to be able to do their usual yeah. stuff <laughs> <laughs> but no they absolutely sort of smashed it on this show just a really small but elegant show here so it was just three matches part of the way that was organized was to allow people to kind of hit up as many shows as possible on the Saturday so mm. you know timing wise if you wanted to come to this show you could do it and still make it to Rev Pro or Progress you know all all that kind of other bits and bobs that were going on but yeah really lovely atmosphere you could just sense that everybody that was there had a real passion for 
what they're about to see. You know, it was such a lovely, lovely atmosphere. Yeah, it was joyful, wasn't it? It was really joyful. Actually, just before we move on, on that subject, you know, clearly Eve did a, a good thing in being quite so accommodating and putting you know, satellite shows around the, the bigger indie shows of the weekend. Mm. But given that we now know that All In is is coming back to London next year, can we just beg for a little more cooperation from the scene in general? You know, there's it shouldn't be that you know this this company has to work around everybody else why yeah. why not collaborate and so that everybody can see everything and you make a killing you know like i'm i'd be really interested to know what the resistance would be to a collective type of model you know mm-hmm. is it just that it's not as financially rewarding or financially rewarding enough mm-hmm. um or is there something else to it but it would seem to me that particularly when you've got you know the the main draw of the weekend is on a Sunday, so you got the whole Saturday free. Why not collectively book a be- book a venue and then run a series of shows that people can dip in and out of, as if it was a festival, and you can you know, go out and get your lunch and come back, and you know you pick mm. and choose what you see. Why not go for something like that? Yeah. Seems to make all the sense in the world to me. I'm sure we'll have Dan telling us that that's <laughs> absolute nonsense. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, from from my naive sort of fan. Uh, perspective it makes all the sense in the world to me i mean i've attended a couple of wrestlemanias um in the past and you know tried to do as many of the uh indie shows in the sort of days surrounding that and it's just like so great you know i i almost overdo it in the sense that Mm. i try and fill every available slot with a show Mm. and just you know it's just is a wonderful wonderful time yeah so it'd be sort of great to make that possible but that's not to say that when I've done that, there are shows running against each other. Yeah. Like every time that's been the case. Wouldn't it make sense though if you had like a day pass? You know, you got your your hand stamped and it's like, okay, you can we got shows from take a pick, eleven o'clock, all the way through till, you know, eleven at night. And in that time you can come in and out freely. You can watch as much as you like. There's food on site, but you can also go and do whatever yep. you want around London as well. You know, I, I don't know what the financials yeah. of it would be. But... And also just the logistics of finding a venue that's like good and suitable for that kind of thing in yeah. London that isn't going to cost an absolute arm and leg. Well, that's probably the main problem, isn't it? That's probably going to be the hurdle. Yeah. But yeah. And, and on a bank holiday weekend as well, you know. Yeah, true enough. True it's enough. Um, prime, prime time, baby. Prime time. I love prime time, Elix Skipper. Oh. <laughs> He he resurfaced, didn't he, the other a few weeks back? Oh, I can't remember in what format somebody had some some sort of mm. content with Elix Skipper. I was like, oh, he was the man. I loved Elix Skipper. Prime time, baby. Anyway, back to it. So the this first show at the yard, yeah, very. It was just absolutely full of joy, mm-hmm. um, and he, I I felt privy to the Choco Pro experience, or as much as one could um, outside of Japan. The fact that. You had the introduction from May, and you know you sing a song along with May, which it, is just so much fun. It just really felt like it got you in that headspace of you know, it's it's not a Mizuki thing, but very happy, happy. You know, May absolutely, you know, had the crowd in the palm of her hand. She's so good, man. Nineties Hogan esque levels of over in that room. And hey, did the whole thing in English as well, which again, just for anybody that's been listening to us for a while now. You know, we talk about this off air all the time, but the you know, when we first spoke with Best Bros, May 
barely said anything in yeah. English, and you know Aki did most of the most of the, the talking on on their behalf. And then, of course, we did the all English podcast with May, which is yeah. you know, still one of my favorites, just it. because of the journey as much as anything yeah. else. But there you are. It's not an easy thing to stand up in front of people, you know, a room full of people, and talk in your first language, let alone you know, your second language. And then guide them in song. It's wild. So I, you know, hats off to her. I think that's just it takes some doing. And but she's, you know, <laughs> I do sort of wonder if you could do the whole thing in Japanese and it still be just as great because she just has that transmittable yeah. infectious. infectious charisma it's just incredible yeah proper a proper showman i was i was very very impressed and uh, that was that was seb's big take home as well was just how polished and you know how great a performer that may was he couldn't believe how young she was that she was doing it at that level which is really yeah. interesting yeah um so we had as Gareth said, three matches on this show, the first of which uh, was Sayaka, who admittedly I haven't actually seen a bunch of, despite watching Choco Pro um, you know, pretty pretty consistently. I, Seb was asking me in the line about Sayaka, and I was like, I have precious little to offer you here, um, mm-hmm. other than that I know, I know she's, she's pretty good. And she was going up against um, Che, and this was a really, really fun match, and a nice contrast as well, because, you know, we know Che is too much energy. She's going crazy, and that was <laughs> that was wild to witness in person. Yeah. It was like it was like having the flash in your living room. It was mad. It was just tornado, orange blur in, yeah, in the yard. Yeah, it was awesome. And then I love. I'm sure she's like this anyway. But Sayaka just had this sort of more quiet charisma to her, mm. which worked really, really well. Uh, you don't want to go toe to toe with that. So I thought that was that's exactly the right way to play it. Um, this is a really fun little match. Yeah. Nice, Great nice way to easy open one the show. Yeah, 100%. Um, Sayaka got the win. That was, yeah, it was, it was really good. Nice to see them both and actually made me want to dig out more Sayaka yeah. matches. And it was it was interesting as well. So Seb, the person we were with that hadn't seen any Choco Pro before, it for him it was Sayaka that really sort of jumped off the page, of, as it were. Like, yeah, that she was sort of stood favorite. out to him. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just found that really interesting just because you know, for me, like Che has always been the one that's, you know, of the two that really stood out. So it's interesting getting a different perspective on that. Yeah. And I think part of it, we should have got him on, shouldn't we, really, rather than just <laughs> paraphrasing everything he said. But so Seb actually spent a bit of time living in Japan and learning Japanese. So I wonder how much that colored his opinion, mm. you know, in terms of what he grew to like whilst he was out there. Um, and, you know, what's more geared towards a Japanese viewer and what's more geared towards a wrestler or Western sure. viewer. Who knows? Um, but I do know that he had a really nice chat with Sayaka actually afterwards. Yeah. Which is, I mean, oh God, we've been talking about it for a while. I would just love, I need to find the time to try and start learning some Japanese because the idea of just being able to go up and have a have a chat like that, like yeah, he is lovely, is, isn't it? Oh yeah. He said that she was really, really nice. And uh yeah, nice experience for the lad. Anyway, so um Tag team match next. And this was fun because neither you nor I let on Emmy was going to be on this show because uh, we just wanted to see see his, yeah. his reaction. And it was <laughs> it didn't disappoint. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and it was great because it was really cool to see um, Master Takanashi as well. And he, he just looks massive in real life, He's yeah, which is often the case with wrestlers, but he just looked like he'd been carved out of wood or something. Yes. You know, like his... He is cut. Yeah, yeah he's, he's in... just... 
ridiculous shape for a man yeah. that likes beer as much as he does he's no right being in such phenomenal shape i'm starting to think that's a gimmick now like there's no <laughs> way he's in that kind of shape <laughs> but it was it, it was really interesting because you know I, I found myself reflecting on our conversations with some of these people during the show which mm. was great because it helped certainly give me a bit it sort of contextualizes context. stuff doesn't it absolutely yeah. and you know, Matt Massa was so um, deferential to Emmy on our podcast with him, which is another one of my absolute favorites, like certainly a top 10. Um, you know, he spoke of her with such love and admiration. Yeah. And you could that that kind of <laughs> you, you could see that sort of in, in physical form here. Mm. Um, you know, he he didn't particularly seem to want the spotlight as much as he played out to the crowd and, and played his yeah. part in the match wherever possible it seemed like he wanted to it was the emmy know, show yeah and then that that played true into the the second show as well which we'll get onto in a bit but you know i think that speaks volumes of his character and what he's uh trying to do out there just from all these conversations we've had and just more generally you know observing it really feels like to know emmy is to love emmy yeah 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 100%. But this was this was badass. So they were up against um Debbie Keitel. Um, Debbie Keitel, yeah. Keitel, excuse me. Um who I just don't understand how this is the first time I've seen seen her live. Um and she, she's up based in Ireland does a lot of stuff about OTT, but I'm I would have thought when we were going to shows all the time yeah. that we would have come across her. Yeah, before, she's but... top notch. She was great. I loved her facial expressions. They were so great. Oh Just... yeah, there's that. There's that one oh. photo I've got of uh, from that match where I think Emmy's is Emmy sat on her like drinking I tea. Put it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her yeah. little face in that is incredible. So funny. Just, just brilliant. Really, really good. And she was tagging with Emerson Jane. And uh, yeah, this was interesting. It was a really, really fun mm. little match. I think it was rightly designed as a bit of a, you know, a opportunity for. Emmy and to, to maybe a lesser extent master to show out and yeah. you know just do the it's a bit of a showcase. Yeah. But of course, you know, the um the opponents did get you know enough time to shine. Yeah, they held up their end of the bargain. Yeah, I do I must admit, I really do like the the sliding German that um Emerson does. Oh, it's thinking about the isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It's interesting. <laughs> so we we've spoken about this before. Uh, the Long-term listeners know there's there's no disrespect on this podcast. Like there's not um I don't there's no sort of like I don't like this person, but there is a bit of sometimes I don't fully understand them yet. And that's kind of where I was at coming into this with Emerson Jane, where I think you've you've kind of you're more more on side. Um, yeah, I'm much I think I'm much more on board or have you know previously yeah. have been much more on board than you have been. And this is interesting because like I can I don't know why I'm not quite there, but I can appreciate that mechanically she's pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, and that was definitely on display here. And we'll get on to where we were later, you know, because she, she was part of the second show as well. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's one that just sort of continues to perplex me. It's like, I'm not quite there, but I can see that you're decent. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's a really interesting one, but let's explore that more in a minute. And the main event, was Mace Ruga versus Nina Samuels. I mean, two absolute pros. You know, they're yeah. both incredible. If you don't know them already, you got to know. You know, they're going to be sort of, I think, big, big stars moving this, forward. Like, I mean, this was the first banger of the weekend, I would say. Yeah. I think Nina should already be a, you know, a much bigger star than, than she is. 
I don't get it, man. I do not get it. She, but she's somebody that I feel like gets better every time I see her. Um, also gets more jacked every time I see her. Yeah. Like she is in absolutely phenomenal shape. You know, I think it blows my mind that she's not been scooped up by American promotion at this point. It makes no sense to me. And, you know, of course, I'm very, very grateful that we get to see Nina Samuels on these kind of shows. Yeah. But it does blow my mind that we get to see Nina Samuels on these kind of shows. She just seems to have it all. You know, she can really go in the ring. She's sort of great at projecting her character. Chat The chaps yeah. there, particularly for, you know, for a small venue like this. And th- this is partly, I guess, if we're comparing and contrasting, this is a bit of what was lacking from the Emerson Jane side of things is that whilst I can appreciate mechanically, I didn't see, I don't know, there's nothing that sort of draws you in, or at least for me anyway. Whereas Nina Samuels is so good at all this character stuff. The chat was brilliant. Yeah. Which I just think that is an underrated part of somebody's game, particularly for smaller venues. At this like level, this. yeah. 100%. You can't go out there and just be dead silent the whole time, at least not for no. me anyway. You know, because um, the I think that's one of the things that again seb struggled with it's just sometimes there's like lulls in the like sound yeah 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 yeah. you know so it can be a bit sort of quiet in the room especially in a a room of you know sub 200 people yeah so yeah like i think the fact that she is a pro at kind of filling those gaps goes a long way yeah 100 percent. this was an interesting one i i absolutely love this match this is probably one of my favorite matches of the year and it was a funny one because after a while, Nina had control for a long, long time. Mm. So I was actually beginning to feel quite uncomfortable, <laughs> which I think is probably the desired reaction. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because you've got this you know, jacked sort of she's, superwoman. She's almost. like, I would argue, you know, she's a real powerhouse now. Like, Yeah, yeah, 100%. And she's just beating on this, this teeny tiny Poor May. tiny May. <laughs> but it really worked. And, you know, the... The the whole thing was just a, a very, very yeah. well put together, really enjoyable match, which I think, you know, I think it showcased both women, but it certainly showcased Nina Samuels for anybody mm. that wasn't familiar going in. So that was very good indeed. And then the post-match uh, Jankin tournament, just giving you that full <laughs> flavour of chocolate. Yeah. I should say as well, you know, we went and met some of the guys afterwards. They were in the, the lobby uh, selling merch and we got to speak with Emmy and got to speak with Dan, which is really nice. It's yeah. just so rare to actually get a chance to meet people in person. That we nice to catch up with people in person, you know. So we've yeah. we've had the pleasure of like meeting Emmy before, but, you know, and we've kind of met Dan in passing, but kind of before we'd spoken to him sort of yeah. long form. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, this yeah. was really nice. And then, you know, it's especially nice to uh, chat to May. Oh, man. <laughs> that was such a lovely experience because we we went over and said hello to May and and. You know, said, so "Oh, it's a bit of a weird one because you yeah. don't want to sound like." Oh, but you do, know who do, we are. Do you remember us from our from that podcast? Like, why would you? But you know, we said, "Oh, hi." You know, we're, I don't know if you remember, we were from the wrestling podcast, and she's like, she took a second, and I was like, I was like "Oh, it's you too!" And then gave us a massive hug, and it yeah. was like, "Oh, this is nice." Yeah, yeah, that was that was really sweet. <laughs> it really was. It, it filled my little heart up with, you know, it just felt very joyful. That's the word I keep coming back to. And then the fact that you know she asked if we could take a photo more so than than the other way around, it just yeah, blew my mind. It was, as it was well, really you know, nice. So. What a pleasure to actually get to meet May in person. So, yeah. you know, wonderful stuff. Couldn't wish, you know, success on a nicer person. Nope. Nope. Long may her success continue. And so after stopping off for some Japanese food, 
Yeah, we, thought... we took. I took Liam for his first bowl of ramen. Yeah, uh, I quite enjoyed Thoughts? it. Yeah, liked it. I can't quite tell if Seb was ribbing me in terms of how you eat it because that was pretty noisy. <laughs> um, I'm still tossing around in my head like I'm pretty sure he was ribbing me. No, he was getting me to make all that noise and he wouldn't. It was awful. But that said, it was it was very nice food. I don't know if it's something I'd have all the time, but it's a nice option. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. It was a great idea. I liked the idea of keeping the theme, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. but stay Japan centric for today, yeah. which is grand. And then in the evening, it was the Eve X Chocker Pro show or, or Gata Move show. And again, this is a really, really fun show. This is at the Dome. Yeah. Bigger venue, smaller than I remember it, though, but it was, um, yeah, bigger venue, a bit more sort of smoke and lights to it or what have you it was it was really good fun the the opening match was another one that's probably going to go on my end of year list this was an absolute killer and you know the question is how can somebody you're not 100% convinced on have one of your favorite matches of the year and that's one that I'm still scratching my head about as well but <laughs> this uh, eve title match between me you mashed it and Emerson Jane was so so good so so good i just wonder if this sort of slightly bigger venue is mm. maybe where where more her style yeah maybe it kind of works more, more because speed, you yeah. know there's less less sort of weight on those sort of smaller interactions yeah, or things like that you could see not to say this in a disparaging way but there's a bit more room to hide i guess yeah i guess, yeah, I you guess know, so like yeah. if, if you're not like top notch at that particular aspect of the game mm. you can still be incredibly successful yeah i guess that's fair yeah that's that's a yeah that could be it but no, I just thought she was she was great here. This is a really, really good match. And just one of my favorite, all-time favorite skull kicks here, where it looked like it looked like she kicked uh, me kicked Emerson's nose off. It just looked <laughs> like it just landed it on the nose. It was brutal. Yeah. And she just sort of stood there frozen in time for a second before hitting the deck. Yeah. It was Oh my gosh, it was unbelievable. And then just getting the the, the slightest of fingertips. Yeah, on the rope to yeah. to break it up. She should have stayed. Like I, I think that was a kind of good thing and a good kind of character trait in that she's got that fighting. She will not stay down. She's got that fighting spirit in her. Yeah. Um. You know, there was no way she's coming back from that. But she's like, I don't want to. I don't uh, want to go yeah. down. I've still got you know an ounce of fight in me, so I'm I'm gonna yeah. try. You know, I really thought then... this was gonna be a title change because you know I've, I think I said on our predictions one I thought mm. that Emerson would be the person to to. Yeah, throw Miu. So yeah, this result surprised me. The match quality of Miu's reign has just been <laughs> phenomenal. She's so like, good, man. unsurprisingly. Like I mean, that's to the surprise of no one. But no. like, just just saying anyway. I love how incredible you know her title defenses are. And then one final crash rabbit heat put Emerson down for the three. Yeah, really good stuff. Just in an incredible opener, hundred percent. And then we had a really fun. What I would described as like a proper Brit rest like comedy <laughs> schmoz. It was great. It is a is a, a six woman tag. It was Debbie and the Royal Aces against Orange Panacotta and Session Moth Martina. It was just bonkers. It was just really fun. It so many, fun. so many oversized, brilliant characters <laughs> in this match. You know, lots yeah. of different kind of traits to play off of, you know, and that's yeah. that's the beauty of when you've got these well-defined characters like mm. this. You know, you've got all these different avenues to play with. Yeah, it, it was really great. You know, particular shout out to the bit where some, I forget, somebody gave uh, 
chase some some Starbucks, and I was like, "Whoa, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah, yeah, no!" Yeah. And she just went absolutely ballistic. It was grand. The spinach to her Popeye. Yeah, hundred percent. It was great. So just a, just a lot of fun, like a really good time, yeah. really good time. Back from the break, it was Massa and May against kid like us who haven't seen wrestling ages, at least not live anyway, which is great. Look at looking beefy these days. Yeah, which is Big great. Boy. And um, Kanji, who I hadn't seen before and I was very, very impressed with. I thought she was very, very good. Um, so this was a fun match. Again, Massa just gives all the spotlight to Mei Wei Kang. Mm-hmm. You know, where the, where the option is available, I just felt like he was forever just putting it on her. And I think that's, you know, he he's very much a, a teacher, isn't he? I think mm-hmm. and that, that was on full display here. But again, just Mei showing a lot of star quality, yeah, it's just a, a really fun little match. Really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that. You know, Mass is underrated. He is. Yeah, he really is. 100%. I'd love to see... I mean, I know he had that Universal title reign in DDT not too long ago, but I'd love to see some prolonged focus on him somewhere as a single. Mm. I think that would be great. Yeah, well, you know, and I always enjoy him teaming with Brooks. Yeah, yeah. He's just so unique. You know, the... and it was kind of a fun dynamic, basically... You know, or this match was basically just like friends slash goblin enemies of uh, Chris Brooks. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really good stuff. And then we had the main event, uh, which had been sort of composed earlier in the in the night with a, a little promo. So this was Emmy and Sapphire Reed, who uh, is one of the talents that Eve is really really pushing right now, against the. Uh, tag champions of Nina Samuels and Chantel Jordan. Again, a really good match. I really, really enjoyed the interactions between yeah, Nina I, and Emmy. I, I need a I need an Emmy Nina singles in yeah. the near future. There was a lot of spice on their exchanges, wasn't yeah. there? You know, they yeah, were yeah. they were laying it in and it was it was really, really great. You can just tell Emmy really feeds off of the adoration, I think. Oh, you absolutely. Know. You know, the on both these shows, the crowd were absolutely, you know, giving it all to to Emmy. Like, mm. it did make me think. You know, what's the? You know, obviously she wanted to be on the Wembley show, which, which you know, you don't really need to explain that. No. Um, and that didn't happen for whatever reason. But you, you wondered like, what's as a performer, what do you want more? You've got two smaller shows where you are the main focus and yeah. that everybody is everybody loves not there you. to see you but like you know you're yeah exactly you're a, you're, you're a household name to everybody in that yeah. that building or you do a bigger venue but you don't have the same level yeah. of you don't have the crowd on your side or with you from you know, yeah the second you step through the curtain it's just interesting like i know i've done shows where oftentimes the smaller ones have been the ones that have really been the most enjoyable just because you get more feedback and you know if you hit you know if you if you're lucky enough to just be on form and you know vibe with the audience on one of those smaller shows it can be the best thing ever Mm. because it's it's so much louder it's so much more intimate you can do more with it whereas on the bigger shows the likelihood of that goes down a little bit if you Mm -hmm. do a big show where you really hit then great but it's more you know my experience is you tend to because it's bigger and you have people can pick up on less of the smaller stuff you're there's like a level that unless you're 
unless you're like the main character or something yeah you're only going to get so much reaction or what have you so i didn't i wouldn't say they left me cold but it was never i my best memories of being on stage are the ones where they're smaller more intimate shows with a real live mm-hmm. audience that was the, that was it so yeah it just got me thinking you know what for a wrestler what kind of what ticks the box more i mean i suppose it's a very unique circumstance kind of wembley stadium i mean that's an all-timer venue so but you know more generally yeah where emmy's doing these deadlock shows and again she's you know one of the the main tickets on those cards yeah relative to when she's doing dynamite or rampage and maybe getting less reaction wrongly, but maybe getting less reaction, you know, which one as a performer fills your heart more. It's a, it's an interesting one, at least from my Absolutely. perspective. But yeah. She's, she is so incredibly beloved by the, you know, the Eve audience just to bring it back home there. Yeah. 100%. This is an interesting one because they, I guess the calculation is you pair Chantel with Nina. This is my first time seeing Chantel Jordan mm-hmm. and Again, mechanically, thought she was pretty good. Um, just didn't see really anything at all in terms of character or mm. playing out, like any sort of showmanship. Yeah, really. Um, and not, I, not... I think it's put in real stark contrast when you're with somebody that is so good at those bits, like Anina. Yeah. Okay. So this this is the point I was going to make. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And you know, to to a lesser extent. You could apply this to Safari too, although yeah. I think she's further down the track maybe sure. than Chantal is, and it's certainly in that that aspect of her game. But you know, the calculation is you put people where you know you have to be in there with people that are better than you. Okay, I, yeah, I, to get better, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, but I guess the risk there is that if that chasm is too big, then your deficiencies become more glaring as opposed to being more well masked mm-hmm. and i think that this really teetered on that um because you know you had like nina and emmy kind of giving you full plates and you know sapphire and Chantel. it just wasn't it, there i i found myself sort of more drawn to what they weren't doing do you know what i mean like in, yeah you know and this not to be overly it's all meant to sound constructive and both wrestlers are very good mechanically mm-hmm. and i i think so where i'm at with sapphire reed because i've had a chance to see her a few times now through eve this year and she's clearly like a really really good prospect in the ring like i think she's very very good already and could probably go to the states and and do pretty good on, on the indies where i'm not 100 percent there yet is that i think she at the moment character wise is walking a very similar path to mark haskins who Mm. you know i can absolutely appreciate is a good bell-to-bell wrestler but the majority of the time that i've seen haskins he comes out he looks really angry and then he has his match and he's just sort (laughs) of angry throughout and i never know why he's angry or anything like that's all and i like intensity is great but i sometimes just for my own taste, I would like a little bit more than that. And I think you she need, kind you need of need light that. and shade. She's clearly like, you know, she's an angry character, you know, she's sort of, you know, she's fired up. Yeah, fired up and all that sort of stuff. But that's fine. But I just a little bit more of the the who, the why, what's going mm-hmm. on here. Um, that's all. And you know, I'm sure I'm sure she'll get there. 
I think Eva Wright sees something in her and they're, they're doing all the right things. But I would just, that's that's probably what will take it to the next level for me is just sort of, yeah, a bit more of the why. And, you know, same, same can be said with Chantel. And that's probably because I haven't seen masses of her. No. So maybe I was just sort of, you know, a bit behind the curve in terms of her relationship with Nina and all that sort of stuff. But I just want just wanted a little bit more of the performance aspect. It does need to be, not everybody needs to be as overt as Nina's stuff. Yeah. Because that's something that she's uniquely good at. And, you know, wrestler B could try and do that and it would feel forced or not the same. But by the same token, you probably need a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Is that fair? I, I hate I, it. I, I, no, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Like, yeah, that was all that I was, you know, that, that was what kind of struck me in that one. Yeah. But, you know, a very good match bell to bell regardless and uh yeah really nice to see nice to see emmy getting put into the eve hall of fame yeah in the what, what a lovely way to finish the show off is oh, yeah. you know just basically turn it into uh emmy sakura love fest yeah you know the entire locker room came out to celebrate you know we sang some queen what night emmy was mad about the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> what could be better but no it was great dan is in traction somewhere after Emmy got got a hold of him, he's in trouble, man. But yeah, no, it was really really great stuff. Um, yeah, big ups to to both crews and in particular to the Eve crew. Like yeah. you know, when we spoke to Dan, it sounded like there's an awful lot of work that went into that. So busy you know, all what... day for those guys. You know, yeah, congratulations on putting on such a top notch pair of shows that have still got me talking and thinking about them nearly what ten days on at this point. One hundred percent. If somebody, by the way. If anybody's got the gif of that skull kick from me to Emerson, <laughs> I'd love to see it again because I think it's evolved in my head to like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Um, <laughs> like Nina's, did... uh, Emerson's head just like flew off into the it audience. Just, just the way she was still, it was, <laughs> it was literally like she kicked her soul into a different dimension and the body had just remained. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was, oh, like dear. it was so, so great. Anyway. Let's talk about a few other bits real quick before we go, because I think we natted about that for quite a while, actually. We did. Um, I, that went longer than I was anticipating. Longer than I expected. Longer than both shows. We just, just blasted through. Just, you know, had such a good time, though. There was just, you know, no shortage of stuff to talk about. Oh, mate, that. roll on so, next year. Let's do it yeah. again. Let's do it again. Let's have a quick chat about this um, N1 victory over in Pro Wrestling Noah. Yeah. So, I forget who we predicted i think we said that jake would go all the way which was probably a bit fanciful but go shizaki beats keno in the finals now i haven't had a chance to watch this yet but i'm certainly looking forward to doing so i think this makes all the sense in the world really because i think the clamor is to the the two marquee matches it feels like are the jake go and the jake keno matches but i think the clamor is to see maybe keno be the one to take it off him given all the He's just done so much this year, and I think the 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 fan goodwill momentum is on his side. And also with Shizaki, I don't feel like we've really had a chance to explore the Axis reunion beyond the you know the initial coming together, the the the, the initial reuniting of the pair. So there's mm-hmm. probably more to go there. So I'm I'm excited for Jake versus Go, and I'm. Really intrigued to see how it plays out. I guess I think Jake probably retains, and then you've got the Cano match later in the year, maybe to turn the year. But you know, this Jake Lee title reign and also how he was booked throughout the M1, 
I mean, if you want to bring somebody in and make them seem like a big deal, this mm. is how to do it. Um, yeah, very impressed. Yeah, hell yeah. I am excited to see Go and Jake Lee down the road. I should say as well, I'm really, really pumped that Psycho Clown has turned up in Pro Wrestling Noah. I just think this is a this is a pretty chunky acquisition. And interesting as well that Noah is starting to feel like a real destination for Mexican wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And I suppose particularly AAA wrestlers who you know, the door to New Japan is closed due to that CMLL relationship, perhaps. You know, Noah seems to be the place. And yeah, you know, absolutely. but it's not just AAA wrestlers. That's what's cool about it. You know, guys like Dragon Bane, etc., aren't necessarily affiliated with them. And even um Wagner Jr., I don't think is um affiliated with AAA particularly. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, very, very cool. And also I just think this is a massive, this is yet another vote of confidence for for Wagner because it's why do I always say it like that? I always want to say it like the um the composer. And it's probably yeah. not Wagner. It's Wagner. Isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> um, it's it's another vote of confidence for the champion. Yeah, <laughs> because you know to import an existing rivalry of this scale and to have it play out in the pro wrestling Noah ring, I think speaks volumes of where they see him and the sort of stories they want to tell of him. And I think this is one of the most the most sort of universally beloved title reigns going at the second. I don't think I've seen yeah. anybody speak ill of this national title reign. So, it's really yeah. lovely to see. Yeah, long may it continue. It's very good stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing that one play out and what is turning out to be a very, very big card indeed uh, down the line from Noah. So looking forward to that. What else do we want to talk about? The new Joshi promotion. Launching. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. This looks really interesting. You sent me the list, didn't you, of the people involved? Yeah, a it's a bit. really interesting sort of collection of talent. So what's going on here? Are we? Is this like a Lucha Underground kind of vibe? Where it's, we... That's the vibe I'm getting. I don't know if you've watched the um, promo video. No, sir. No, I haven't. But if that's the case, I'm all in. I love that. Everybody's getting like quite stylized characters. Yeah. Yeah, it's looking really interesting. Look at this, Kaori Onyama's on there. Yeah, Very yeah. Cool. So and Ram Kachao. Yeah. Uh, Unagi Siaka. Mayuki. Yeah. Hey. You. Uh, I'm not on it. Sorry, sorry. It's the easiest <laughs> joke in the world. I can resist. Saki. Very nice yeah. to see. Riza Sarah. Riza Nakajima. Shit. Yeah. Miyuki Takese. Blimey, some big old names in this one. Yeah, absolutely. Like they. Wow. It feels like they've kind of spared no expense on kind of getting the best available talent on this show yeah so interesting to see how this works because if they do it like lucha underground because you know financially bringing in what what we're talking about 15 wrestlers from japan at this stage i question that you know unless you have deep deep pockets but if they were to do it like Lucha Underground and film it as a block sort of thing, mm-hmm. that makes more sense and is, is more sustainable. God, yeah. I love the idea of that, like a Lucha Underground style thing, but with Joshi. Yeah. Sign yeah. me Col- up. Color me excited, great. yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm very hopeful that, so obviously you're not going to be able to make this first show, which is um, going down on... September 21st. Mm. So the first show is going down on September 21st. Not going to make that one, but uh, very hopeful that perhaps when a second show is announced, if it's sort of anywhere local to New Orleans, I will be able to wiggle my way in somehow. Stop it. 
they're coming to the UK first. <laughs> just to really, <laughs> goddammit. Just to stick it to you. No, that's great. Yeah, I'll keep my eye on that. That sounds really interesting. I wonder if there's someone we can talk to about that. It'd be yeah. good to get the um, get a bit more information. Very cool. On that subject, actually, um, don't be surprised if you see one of those <laughs> formerly quite attractive but now relatively grotesque blue ticks by our name soon. We've been talking about it, and since the changes to Twitter, whereby you have to be mutually following each other in order to send a dm securing interviews has become a lot harder <laughs> that, that was a that was a tool that i would use quite regularly and it made life a lot easier emails more challenging so it seemed so i think in order to keep the pod going or certainly to keep the interviews coming with that is uh that is a bridge we're going to have to cross and uh, so if you do see a blue tick it's not anything other than that we're not yeah there's no ideology behind it or anything like that we just uh we would just like to keep bringing you interviews and i think that's probably going to be the easiest way to do it it's gonna we're gonna experiment with that in the uh, in the short term it might not work it might not work um who the hell knows i don't get how twitter works anymore i used to but (laughs) you know it's you kick out a decent sized post and you know gets retweeted a few times and you're like oh cool another 20 views brilliant um it's it's a right old ball ache these days. So, you know, all the more reason if you get a chance, if you can sort of help us add to the algorithm by retweeting or quote tweeting when you're interacting with us, that sort of thing helps a, a huge amount. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, we'd be grateful. Um, should we wrap up, G, and just do the yeah, do the closer? Absolutely. All right. So we're on the we're on the socials, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram at wrestling pods, wrestling about the e wrestlingpod.com has all the links to the podcast platforms uh, where you can listen to us or or send it send to your friends which we'd be grateful to to you very much for doing and there's also plenty of places where you can leave a rating or a review that would be massive we really really do appreciate that and that will also go some way to help us securing more guests g over to you yeah so the best way you can support us outside of retweets and interacting with us is to send a little dosh our way be it via patreon or ko-fi um patreon, takes won't pay for themselves guys no, patreon is great because you can set a monthly reoccurring payment the subscription starts at three pounds a month and goes all the way up to 1650 if you are feeling particularly flush there's a number of different rewards of the different tiers so there's stuff like a 450 tier the german suplex tier you get access to our discord channel then it rises on up to you know early access to interview episodes exclusive monthly article from liam bonus weekly episode you know all kinds of things and then at the very highest uh, level you can even curate an episode you can tell us what you'd like us to cover um, so have a little look see if anything jumps out at you that's patreon.com forward slash the wrestling podcast that's wrestling without the e and then kofi the link is in our on our website wrestlingpod.com so that is if you want to just give like a little one-off um, and it all goes to you know translation services web hosting just basically everything that helps keep the lights on here at wrestling pod towers and allows us to sort of continue i should say as well wrestling pod towers as they were stating it were more like wrestling pod developments you know <laughs> so you know speak Did for you... yourself <laughs> so there we go let us know what you think did you attend the eve chocker pro shows if so let us know what your thoughts are yeah. i'd be really keen to hear them particularly on you know not to 
keep it constructive but what am i missing about emerson jane do you understand where i'm coming from or are you seeing something more you know there's no desire to not get a wrestler here yeah. so i'd love to get your your thoughts on that one or anybody else that we've spoken about on this particular podcast and what did you think of the m1 finals did the right person win what do you think goes chances are against jake we'd love to hear your thoughts there we go friends uh thanks again for joining us we'll see you very very soon in the meantime stay happy stay safe and enjoy the graphs.